God bless you. This is Pastor R.R. Jordan. Thank you for tuning into the Advancing Church Podcast. You know, the Bible says in Romans 10 and 17 that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I pray that today's message will ignite your faith to propel you forward to the next level in your walk with Christ. Now let's get into today's message. As I begin to think about the message on this morning, God began to just say to my spirit, uh, you are mine, you are mine. And when you belong to God, God will show his hand in your life. Those who are looking at you and they're skeptical uh, concerning your walk with God, your faith in God, if you just trust God and you don't uh, try to prove anything to anyone and you just rest in him, I promise to you, that he will show up in your life and he'll show all who observing you that you are his child, that his hand is upon you. So again, I'm grateful for God who is always uh, ready to show himself in the lives of his children. I really wanna talk this morning about the idea of the open door, the open door. There is an open door that God has before you, an open door. Well, open door means that you're getting ready to have access into a place. You're getting ready to have access into a place. And, and so I wanna talk about this opportunity. There's an opportunity that God is giving to you, giving to his church. He's positioning his church uh, to take advantage of opportunities. And so I want to get back uh, into this series. Uh, we took a pause for a minute because of the unrest, uh, but we're coming back to Revelations, and we're going to talk about the church in Philadelphia, uh, the church in Philadelphia. And, and the, the word Philadelphia uh, is synonymous and speaks to uh, brotherly love. And if we've never been through a season in which we need love, this is the season that we need people who are not just talking love, but are prepared to demonstrate the love that they have. And so this is where God has us right now. He has us in a place, in a time, in a season in which he's saying, I want you to put my love on display. I want, you, I want you to demonstrate my love to the world. Glory be to God. And, and so before we get into uh, talking about the door that's open before you, uh, let's talk about how the Church of Philadelphia experienced this supernatural entryway, uh, this supernatural door that is open unto them. So let's go to the word of God and, and read Revelations uh, chapter three, starting with verse seven. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Philadelphia. This is the message from the one who is holy and true. The one who has the key of David. What he opens, no one can close. What God opens to you, no one can close. That's good news. That's a reason to praise God right there. That what he opens, no one can close. And what he closes, no one can open. 
I know all the things you do, and I have opened a door for you that no one can close. He said, I'm showing you favor. I want to know how to, how to get this level of favor in my life. Where God says, uh, I have opened a door for you that no one can close. You have little strength, yet you obeyed my word. He said, you've had little strength, but yet you have obeyed my word and did not deny me. Let's read further. Look, I will force those who belong to Satan's synagogue. This is the New Living Translation. I will force those who belong to Satan's synagogue, those liars who say they are Jews but are not, to come and bow down at your feet. They will acknowledge, glory be to God. You got some acknowledgments that's coming. That you are the ones I love. Because you have obeyed my command to persevere. Listen to that. Because you have obeyed my command to persevere. I will protect you from the great time of testing that will come upon the whole world to test those who belong to this world. I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have. So that no one will take away your crown. All who are victorious will become pillars in the temple of my God. And they will never have to leave it. My God, I'm ready for some permanent stuff. Where are the people at that's ready for some permanent stuff? You're going to move from temporary to permanent. Glory to God. And I will write on them the name of my God, and they will be citizens in the city of my God, the new Jerusalem that comes down from heaven from my God. And I will also write on them my new name. Glory to God. We're going to talk about that name too. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand what he's saying to the churches glory to god let's pray most gracious and merciful heavenly father we thank you creator sustainer of the universe i pray now that your word would go forth and that you would touch the minds of your people that they would receive the seed of your word and that they would be fruitful as a result of the word that they kept in their hearts I honor you right now. I bless you. I give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen. So let's talk about it. There is a door that God has opened for you right in this season. There is a door that is open to you. And I'm going to explain, explain a little and talk about who the you is. Because if we begin to uh, open up this particular passage of scripture and you don't see yourself in the church of Philadelphia, then you need to ask God for an opportunity to join. Because the church in Philadelphia 
is experiencing supernatural favor. They have the favor of God in their church. The favor of God is in the church in Philadelphia. And there is a reason for this favor. There's a reason for the favor. There's always a reason why people operate in different levels of favor. In, in the city of Philadelphia, there was this uh, hospitality that was in the city. They were a loving people, a people who were really friendly. And it made for a great context for ministry because there was no fight to get people to become friendly. They were already, already friendly people. So, so here we have a church that is situated in Philadelphia and, and they began to experience something that is truly, truly supernatural. There is a door that's open and we could really preach this for a month straight because this is where God has us right now in this season. That, that there would be a door that would open up to you. This is my prayer that there would be a door that would open up to you when you begin to operate in the excellence that God has called you to operate in. That you would see that door open before you and you would begin to say to yourself there are new opportunities that are coming into my life because I've learned how to move and I've learned how to do what God has called me to do this is a church that's obedient to the call of God John says something really interesting they are struggling with weakness they have little strength, but they have not let go of their faith in God's word. And there are seasons, this is one of those seasons, where people are, are fighting fights, it seems, on every front. We got a pandemic as it pertains to a virus that's plaguing the world. We have another pandemic and it's called racism. And amidst all of that, there are people fighting for jobs, fighting for their marriage. There are all kinds of struggles that are going on. And despite the struggles that you have going on, you're holding on to the word of God. You said despite what challenges I have before me, despite the chaos that's happening in my life, I've learned that if I'm gonna see my breakthrough occur, I'm gonna have to hold on to God's word. I'm not gonna doubt his word, I'm gonna hold on to the word of God. And so John opens up this particular message to the church of Philadelphia by talking about the character of Christ. He that is holy and he that is true. Holy in his nature. And therefore he cannot be but true to his word. My God. For he had spoken it in his holiness. What am I saying? I'm saying to you 
that when God speaks a word, he is not fickled. He is not uncertain. I know you've dealt with people before who just seem to be uncertain about what they say. This is not the God that you serve. Your God is not ambiguous. He's not uncertain about what he says. And so he needs you or wants you to place your faith in what he says because he's unwavering in his commitment to bring his word to pass. God is so true that he is his word. I want you to hear this. God is so true that he is his word. He doesn't have the ability to lie. So whatever God said to you, you can bank on it. Whatever God spoke to you through his word, you ought to just lean on it and, and say, I trust in what God said because what he said is no different than him. Oh my God. It's no different than him. No, no different than who he is. His word in him is the same. If he said it, he said, watch me perform it. And so the psalmist says in, in Psalm 119 and 89, very familiar, forever, O Lord, your word is fixed in the heavens. Listen to this. Because it's fixed, it cannot be broken. What God fixes in heaven cannot be be broken you serve a God that has a word that's forever settled no matter what anyone says to you the word of God is settled in the church in Philadelphia they believe this they believe it that's why even in their weakness they will not let go of the word See, I, you may lose some stuff. We all may lose some stuff. But one thing I will not lose is the word of God, the promises of God. I'll hold on to them with my last breath. I'll be barely breathing, holding on to the word of God. I ain't letting this go. I, I may let some friends go. I may let some stuff go. I may let a job go. But I will never let the word of God go. It is fixed in my life. It's critically important that you come to trust God's word. And so God wants to build you up. He wants to build you up. Things are happening in your life, but God is saying, I want to build you up. How, do you, how does God build you up? He builds you up through his word. He said, I want to make you strong. I know you're going through a moment of weakness. There's a lot of struggles happening all around you. We're marching. We're fighting for this and fighting for that. And, and you seem to be uh, caught up in the physical world, right? We, we almost seem to be trapped in this, this physical world, meaning that we're moving according to what we see. 
We're responding to things in a physical way. And God is saying, I want to break you beyond that. I want you to overcome this fight on earth that you're having. You're having this fight on earth, but you won't win it on earth. You're fighting and you're doing some things that are necessary, but that's not really where the breakthrough happens. You're doing some things here that God has called you to do, but that's not where the breakthrough really occurs. The breakthrough really happens in the realm of the spirit. So what God wants to do, he wants to push you out of this primary focus on the physical world. Because if we pay too much attention to the physical world, we'll get discouraged. We'll get depressed. We'll get down. Because the things that happen in the physical world are set up to discourage you and to pull you out of your faith. But when you can get into a place in God where the physical world cannot discourage what God spoke about you, what God spoke about your life, then you're going to see some stuff open up to you that breaks you into the realm of the supernatural because you're not caught up in what you see. Glory to God. See, see the church in Philadelphia, you need to share this. The church in Philadelphia is not caught up in what they see. They're going through a moment of weakness, but they know who God is, that he's holy, that he's righteous, that he's true. And additionally, that he has the key of David. I want you to hear this. What he opens, what he opens, no man can shut. He has the keys to the house of David. What does that mean? That he is the one who gives the charge to his government. His government is a just government. See, we're dealing with a government on earth that is unjust. This government, you can't depend on this government for justice. But there is one who reigns from heaven who delights to perform justice. He executes justice every single time. You have someone that is righteous, that is looking over you that will perform justice. Glory be to God. See, that's the kind of king we have. And, and because that's who he is, we ought to just rest in him and give him praise because we know he's going to do what he said he would do. Why? Because he's that kind of judge. I'm grateful for the government of heaven. I'm grateful. So when this government fails, when, when we see how faulty, how, how uh, criminal this government can be, we can say, you know what? Let me put my trust in the government of heaven. Let, let me trust in the government of heaven. See, you, you, many people got stimulus checks. The government gave you some money. 
and you were in full expectation. My stimulus check is coming. My money is on the way. Some of y'all was checking your mail way before they even released it. Before they said it was coming to you, you started checking the mail early. Maybe they're going to do it before time. It was your trust in the government that caused you to check your mailbox or check your bank account on your phone. You pulling up your account saying, I'm waiting on my stimulus to come. And God is saying to you, if you trust in an unrighteous, unjust government to that degree, why won't you trust in my government that never fails? Oh, see, this government will tell you stuff that it will not do. God's government will never tell you something it will not do. This government has men in it that are finite meaning they make mistakes. God's government has someone that's infinite, meaning that he never makes mistakes. So if I'm gonna put my trust in the government, it's gonna be the government of the kingdom of God. This is, this is the church in Philadelphia. They trust in God. They, they trust that he is able to execute what he said. Now, when we begin to think about doors, doors are open, but they never stay open. Every door that I know of has a hinge for a reason because it's gonna open and it's gonna close. It's gonna open and it's gonna close. What does that mean? That means timing is important. Because if you go to a, a place that has a closing time, then even though there was a moment in which you could have accessed that space, you missed it. You missed the time that the door was open. And we see a, a, a parable in scripture where, where, where Jesus talks about the five foolish versions and the five wise versions. See, see, they, they ended up, the foolish ones, ended up missing the time that God gave them to get prepared to walk through an open door. They were foolish, why? Because they procrastinated during the day. When there was light, when there was an opportunity, they did not prepare themselves to go in the open door. And so when they delayed and fell asleep, the bridegroom came and the door that was open got shut on them. When we make excuses, when we should make moves, doors close on us. Doors close on us. See, see, this is, this is important because some of you, you're watching this right now, and God is positioning you for this next season that you're about to go in. 
but what God wants you to know is how to get stuff open. Stuff that was closed is about to open up for you. The church in Philadelphia, they are doers of the word and God rewards them with an open door. They understand the importance of prioritization. In other words, they treat the word as most important. I want you to hear this. They treat the word as most important. These are the kind of people that get up early to get the word when it's being delivered. See, we're in this cyber church age and because we're in the cyber church age there are people right now who are watching me and you have become comfortable and you have not prioritized the word of God in your life it is not the most important thing to you so what do you do when you know that the live is coming on you get sleep and you say I'll catch it later why? Because the word is not the most important thing to you. The reason why the church of Philadelphia has an open door is because the word of God is most important to them and they respond to the word of God. They do. When God gives them a command, they will shift. So when you make the word important, you don't watch it at night if it's being delivered in the morning. I want you to hear this. I know I'm stepping on some toes right now. You don't, you don't, you don't watch it at night. You say, I'm going to get up early. Why? Because I want to gather virtually. I want to be on the live and I want to comment and I want to talk about how good my God is and I want to hear the word when it's delivered. Why is that important? Because there may be something that God wants to say to you at 11 o'clock. Because he's going to demand uh, that you walk in this word at 2 o'clock. And you don't want to miss the door that's opening to you. So you get up and you get ready and you get you some coffee and you sit down at your table and at 10 or 50, you're sharing the live because you said this is not a season for me to be late to nothing. I'm going to be on time to everything that God has for me. I will not establish this as a behavior in my life where I'm late to stuff. If it's happening at 11, I'm going to be there at 11. As a matter of fact, if I want to be excellent, I'm going to be there at 11, at 1050. It's a mindset that I'm, I'm trying to assist you in because this environment will, will cause you to sleep when God is calling you to rise. We're getting comfortable with some stuff. And God is saying, I want to open some doors to you. Matter of fact, this door is a door that's just open. It's the Church of Philadelphia, they have a door that is just simply open. 
we don't hear anything about God closing the door in the church in Philadelphia. How did they get to a place where they have a door that is staying open? How did they get there? Well, one of the ways that they got there is they had a reverence, again, for God's word. They had a reverence for God's word. That means, again, the word of God was of paramount importance to them. And God honors those who have a reverence for his word. I'm telling you, God will honor you. Now, see, too many people get caught up in the preacher. And, and, and sometimes uh, we allow the spirit of deception to come in. And, and you, you treat your amens like doggy treats. You think you're doing somebody a favor. That's not how it works. You got to understand that the word is being served to you for your benefit because God wants to open some doors to you. So whether you get on or not, God is still God and he's still performing his word. And whether you share it or not, God is still God and he's still performing his word. I just want to be a part of whatever it is that God is doing. See, this is the decision that I've made and I want you to graduate to that place where you say, I've made a decision also to be a part of whatever God is doing. And if God is doing it at 12, I want to be there at 12. If God is doing it at one o'clock in the morning, I am willing to make myself uncomfortable because I like open doors. I like doors that are open. I like access into places. I like favor flowing freely in my life. And right now, I'm seeing doors open. I'm seeing another level of favor in the house of God. I'm seeing another level of favor in my life. Somebody write in the comments, favor right now, favor, favor. There is a way to get favor. There's a way to get favor. You can't have favor without reverence. I want you to understand something about doors being opened unto you. Are you ready for doors to open? If you're ready for doors to open, right doors open up. Doors open up. Come on, write it in the comments. It's time for doors to open. Doors opening means this. I want you to hear me. Doors opening means access and absence. It means access and it means absence. Why? Because when a door opens and you respond to God, you walk out of one place and into another. And some of us are yet to walk in the door that God opened because we are more comfortable with where we are. 
Yeah, we're comfortable with where we are. So there is some loss that has to come to your life. You got to lose the environment that you're in now to move into the place that God has predestined for you to enter into. You got to be willing to lose some stuff. See, some of us, we're, you too happy with your stuff. You too happy with your current environment. You, you too happy with perishable things. And God is saying, I'm trying to move you into a supernatural place where stuff happens for you on a regular basis. See, when stuff happens for people who haven't entered into a supernatural place, they get greedy and they get stingy and they hold everything they won't get rid of nothing because they don't know what it's like to have flow in their lives see see this is where this is where uh malachi the prophet uh begins to open things up he helps them to understand that that because you have failed to bring the tide into God's house, the prophet says, you don't have anything open over you. See, stuff will close over you when you're not obeying the word of God and doing what God has said. See, I, I know somebody on the live just started thinking about money. And you, you, you think that that scripture is about money and that scripture is not about money. It's about faith. It's about your trust in God because when you trust God and you reverence his word, doors open up for you so you can keep what you have and keep doors and windows closed or you can release what you have and see doors open and windows open. He said, I will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you will not have room enough to receive. Why? Because you trusted my word. Yeah, doors about to swing open for you. Doors are about to open up in your life. Things that were closed off to you are about to open. You get ready to see the favor of God in your life because you made a decision. Despite my little strength, despite what's happening in my life right now, I'm going to hold on to the word. Somebody write it. Hold on to the word. Hold on to the word of God. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And even though I have a little strength, I'm not satisfied with having a little. But I'm striving to grow in the strength of the Lord by faith every single day. I'm saying, God, give me more. Every day, I'm spending time in the word. Every day, I'm spending time in prayer because I'm not satisfied with the little strength. I want the power of God to be made evident in my life. Even though I go through seasons of weakness, God is saying, do not get comfortable there because you can grow out of anything that you're in. Whatever you're in, you're going to grow out of it.
You're going to grow out of it and you're going to walk through doors of opportunity. Again, stuff that was locked to you. God said, I got the keys. I can open up doors for you. And the focus is not God opening up doors for us. The focus is our faith in God because we love God. As a matter of fact, the scripture says, if you, if you love me, you obey me. You obey me. So this is not just about us uh, being materialistic and, and just wanting God's, God to do things for us. It's about us loving God and saying, you, God, have been there for me since the beginning. You, you brought me out of some things. You brought me out of depression. You brought me out of confusion. You've been there for me since the beginning. You love me when I didn't love myself. And I thank you for loving me in my wretched state, uh, in my messed up state state, uh, in my confused state, uh, in my fornicating state, uh, in my lying state. Uh, you love me uh, and now I reciprocate the love. So it's not about us being materialistic and just trying to get what we want for God and saying, God, I, I just want open doors in my life and I just need you to just make opportunities for me and I just need you to do this for me because I I'm a worshiper and I love you and I lift up my hands and oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. That, that's, that's not why, why we're doing it. We're, we're doing it because he is our everything. He is our everything. He is the great I am. He, he is our water when we're thirsty. He is our bread. He's the bread of life. He's the one that gives us peace that surpasses all understanding. So I'm not just doing this because I'm looking for God to just be a butler for me. I'm doing it because I'm in love with God and I'm grateful for God. And if he closes doors on me, I'll still do it. I'll still do it because he's just that great and he's worthy to be praised. Glory be to God. And so he is a door opener he's a door opener he's a door opener this is this is not god being someone who occasionally opens doors this is not this is not what god wants for you he wants to set before you an open door this is different. This is different than what most experience. I'm talking about a level of favor in your life where you constantly see things happening for you. I'm telling you, this is the season that you're getting ready to enter into. And guess what? Those who were of the synagogue of Satan who had a problem with the church in Philadelphia are going to have to acknowledge that you are true. That you are the true church. I'm not talking about the church that acts like the church. I'm not talking about the pseudo church. I'm not talking about the ones that like to perform. Because God is not the God that, that applauds our performance. He actually disdains when we start acting. He said, I don't want you to act this thing out. Do you know that uh, one of the greatest dangers uh, in the church, you should share this right now. One of the greatest dangers in the church 
is, is a church, and I'm talking about church universal. Uh, one of the greatest dangers is, is a group of people who present themselves as the church, but they're acting. The greatest, the greatest uh, uh, enemy to the advancement of the gospel is a pseudo church, is an acting church. It's people that like to put on. He said, I, I want you to be real with who you are and really present yourself to me honestly. Present yourself to me honestly. And, and so the synagogue of Satan was just a bunch of actors. They were just like the one who was leading them. Satan himself presents himself as an angel of light. So he, he's always acting. He's always putting on a performance. And here the, the synagogue of Satan is, is, is challenging the true church. Those who really love God, those who are really going after God. And, and the true church now is operating with an open door. Do you know people going to get mad at you when you got doors that's opening for you? You cannot have doors open for you and then care about what people think. You're going to have to walk through those doors and say, I don't care what you think about me. I don't care what you say about me, what rumors you spread. You're going to have to spread them while I'm walking through open doors because my God has set an open door before me and I'm moving in obedience to God. I reverence his word. I know his word is settled in heaven. And so I trust what he says I trust God I want you to write that in the comments I trust God I trust God I'm telling you right now God is saying to you that doors are getting ready to open to you he said do not pretend do not pretend do not act at all don't put on no no makeup don't 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 get no fake hair uh, don't don't stop the man weaves uh, stop all that uh, because listen listen and I'm playing with you right now but I want you to understand what I'm saying that God is saying to you be who you are and, and he will his word will change you his word will change you I know y'all having a field's day with the man weave his word will change you we're used to putting on, we're used to covering up. I don't have anything against weave or the man weave or makeup or anything like that. My whole point is don't cover up. Let God change you for real. Let God transform you for real. He said the synagogue of Satan is a bunch of actors. They playing with God. They're not serious about the things of God. But let's get back to the church of Philadelphia because they're getting ready to get rewarded. So the fake church, uh, those who are pretending are going to be humbled. And the scripture says that they're going to come and worship at their feet. And that does not mean 
that they're going to worship you. It only means that they're getting ready to humble themselves and acknowledge that you were telling the truth and that you were real. That's what that means. That they're going to acknowledge that you were telling the truth and you were real. Their arrogance and their pride had them acting in the first place. And what does the scripture say? That, that pride comes before a fall. So when you humble yourself, you'll take off all of the acting clothes, all of the costumes, and say, God, this is who I am. The Church of Philadelphia, they had little strength, but they had a wide door. Listen, they, they, didn't, have, they didn't have great power. The, the scripture does not say that they were just walking in all of this authority and they had dunamis power and, and, and not. And it, it, the scripture does not say that. He said they had little strength, but they had a door that was wide open to them. This is not a physical door. This is a door in the spirit and it speaks to access. And God is saying, that there's some stuff that's laid up for you. Yeah, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just, but you need a door to get to it. You need God to open some stuff up for you, and you do not have to be perfect, and you don't have to have everything figured out, but you do have to have a reverence for God that causes you to hold on to the word of God when things are chaotic in your life. In seasons where your life feels like a, ho a roller coaster, you're holding on to the word of God because you're saying, I, I care more about the word than anything else. I won't lose what God said to me. I won't, I won't lose this word that's in my heart. And he said, I got, I got some stuff for you. I got some blessings for you. I, I'm getting ready to show you what I will do for those that are willing uh, to reverence my word and be consistent uh, as it pertains to holding on to the word of God. He said, I got a crown for you. I got a crown for you. And I'm about to make you a pillar. I'm going to make you a pillar. I'm going to make you a pillar. I'm going to make you stable. I'm going to make you fixed. When other people are, are, are falling off, you're going to still be in position. He said, I'm going to fix you in place. I'm going to fix you. So I'm going to give you a crown. I'm going to make you a pillar. And then I'm going to write my name on you. I'm going to write my name on you. Now, some of you who like to dress, you know what it's like to put on name brand stuff. This world is consumed with having other people's names on them. He said, I'm about to give you a brand name that makes you so rich that you're going to look at those that did not appreciate you and say, look at me now. I'm wearing name brand. He's about to upgrade some people. The people that didn't appreciate you, they're going to have to look at you and say, wow. He got, he got the name. He got the name on. See, some of y'all wear, wear Gucci and Louis and this, that, and the other. I, I'm talking about the name above all names. 
Yeah, there, there's a name that's going to be on me. And when you see me, you're going to know I got something because of what I'm wearing. He's about to clothe you. If you can have the attitude that the church in Philadelphia had, they held on. They held on to the word of God. I want you to hold on. Listen to me. Doors are opening up for you. I wish I could get all the way in this camera. Doors are opening up for you. All, they're opening up for you. All kinds of doors that lead into this supernatural manifestation that you're about to experience in your life. Supernatural favors coming to you this year. See, some of y'all gave up on 2020. And you already talking about, well, I lost 2020. I'm looking at 2021. And God said, it's not over yet. I'm a door opener. I'm getting ready to open some stuff up to you that you ain't never seen before. I'm telling you, I'm watching God do it right now. God is performing miracles in this house. Supernatural blessings. Not because I'm great, because I serve a God that's great. And he said, you've made my word your priority. And though you have little strength, oh my God, though you've been beat up, though you've experienced discouragement, with the little strength you have, you're holding on to my word. You're saying, I'll let some stuff go. I'll let some people go but I will not let the word of God go there's a door open to you right now it's called the door of salvation you can walk through it and be saved right now you can walk through it and get to know who Jesus is it's your time to stop trusting in this world you put your faith in everything but God. You put your faith in people and jobs and your education and a man and a woman and you put your faith in all of these places and Jesus is saying, will you try me? We've been known to put our faith in people who don't even treat us right. There are people right now watching who were in relationships with men who didn't treat them right. Women that didn't treat them right. And you stayed in that relationship believing that it would change. And what God is saying to you, if you put that much faith in them, well, you were willing to stick around for years. Will you put that faith in me and see what I can do with it? I can do some amazing things if you would trust me like you trusted them. If you trusted me like you trusted in your education, like you trusted in your job, like you trusted in the government, like you believed in politicians and, and, and all of these other people who promised you stuff, will you just put your faith in me in that way and see how I work with what you have? God said, I'm ready to work with it. I'm ready to work with what you have. Place your faith in me today. Let me take you through the process because I want to open doors for you. These are doors that I open to you and the doors that I open are good for you. 
never lead you into a door that will break you. I'll lead you into doors that will make you better. And even though you may go through a season of frustration and pain, and everything may not work out the way you want it when God opens a door for you. I'm not so much concerned with everything working out the way that I want it. I really want every place that I enter to make me better. That's my only focus. God, if you open the door, will, will this room make me better? Will, will the access that I'm being given right now, if, if I walk through it, will I come out a better man? Will I be stronger in my faith? Will I be able to operate in another dimension in you? Send me into places that you can shape me through the environment. I submit. See, that's what God wants you saying right now. I submit to you, God. I submit to you. I, I want you to move. I want, I want you to have free course in my life. Doors are opening right now. There's some people that's making up their mind right now to follow him. I speak it prophetically over your life right now that new doors are opening for you. Doors in the spirit that you'll enter in your prayer closet. You'll be at home and, and stuff will happen for you. You're not like the foolish virgins who wasted the day didn't do what they were supposed to do during the day and then the opportunity came and they missed it there's a door opening up for you right now and I want to pray for those who are listening don't don't jump off this live don't jump off this live I want you to pray with me right now I want to pray that you receive Jesus because he's the door he's the way he's the truth he's the life we can't come to the Father but by Jesus. That's how we get this intimate relationship with God. We get there through the door. He is the door that leads into this intimate relationship with God that's more than a religious ritual. I want to pray for you now. Most gracious and merciful Heavenly Father, I thank you for each and every person that's watching this live right now. For those who have a heart to come to you, I pray for them right now that they would submit themselves to you fully and that they will receive you as God. That they would turn from their wicked ways. I want you to pray that. God, I turn from my wicked ways. I repent right now of my sins. I make you Lord of my life by faith. I place my confidence in you. I trust you with me. I give myself away to you. I confess that you are Lord with my mouth. And I believe in my heart that you came from heaven to earth. You tabernacled among us. You died on the cross and you were resurrected on the third day. I believe it and I receive you as my God for those who prayed that prayer with me 
I am so ecstatic about what God is doing in your life right now. This is a new day for you. And you walked through the first door. Now there are other doors to